Hello and welcome. This is Pastor Terry, and I'd like to welcome you to my Bible study podcast. This daily podcast is a place where we take the teachings of Scripture seriously, but ourselves, not so much. Join us as we dive into the sacred words of the Bible. Each time we read, we pray, we change the world. Welcome to Pastor Terry's Bible Study Podcast. All right, let's get this going. It's Tuesday, July 6th, 2021. We are beginning today the book of Colossians. And um, you know what we do? We read a chapter, then we pray. We go and we change the world. Because that's what the word of God does to us. It changes us. And as we change, we change the environment that we're in. So pretty cool community. So welcome to this uh, morning prayer daily podcast, Colossians chapter one. You guys ready to do this? Let's do it. Let's do it. So um, Colossae, little history. Colossae was not a super significant town. Uh, during the life of uh, Paul, um, on the grand scheme of things, it was relatively insignificant. It was no Ephesus or Rome, for sure. Um, <clears throat> and Paul didn't start the church in Colossae. Uh, the, the gentleman who was mentioned at the beginning, Epaphras, was likely the one who started the church. Um, likely he was a convert of Paul. Um, so Paul... Probably he probably was a convert of Paul's ministry in Ephesus. Went back to Colossae and started the um, the church there. Um, Paul has been made aware of a heresy, which no one really knows um, exactly what the content of that heresy was that was being um, influencing the church. But it was a, a combination of. Um, sort of a mysticism, Jewish legalism, mysticism slash uh, Gnosticism, which Gnosticism, Gnosis, knowledge, uh, was just this kind of confusing um, system of belief that as you attained deeper levels of knowledge, insight, you you, you went up sort of a spiritual ladder. And there was an elaborate... Uh, understanding of angels and principalities and powers. It was a very, um, again, it's 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 um, trying to piece it together is complicated, and no one really has a defined. But it was just a it was a it was a it was a just a gumbo of all these religious things, and it was kind of infiltrating the church. And so Paul's trying to, you know, clarify what the gospel is all about, what Jesus is all about. So, all right. Good morning, Scott. Good morning, Bob, Linda. Good morning. Welcome, everybody. Colossians chapter one. Paul, an apostle, apostolos sent one. Paul, an apostle of Christ Jesus by the will of God. That's who's writing it. And Timothy, our brother. Now, Timothy's not an apostle, right? It doesn't say Timothy, and also Timothy an apostle. Timothy, Timothy was a pastor, a young leader, and a, uh, someone that Paul mentored. 
to God's, that's who he's writing to, to God's holy people in Colossae, the faithful brothers and sisters in Christ. Grace and peace to you from God our Father. All right. All right. God's holy people. In scripture, we're often, the challenge is to live up to what God's already called you. <laughs> right? God says, saints, holy people, live up to that. Live up to what God has already declared you in Christ. Um, verse 3. Colossians chapter 1, verse 3. We always thank God, the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, when we pray for you because we have heard of your faith in Christ Jesus. Now, here's this um, sort of, you know, the... The three things Paul comes back to over and over, faith, hope, and love. Watch this. It shows up again right here. Um, because we have heard of your faith in Christ Jesus and of the love you have for all God's people, the faith and love that spring from the hope stored up for you in heaven and about which you have already heard in the true message of the gospel that has come to you. There's a lot going on right there. It's a lot going on right there. Um, faith, he, he's giving thanks, right? I'm, well, he's thankful for you. Why? Faith, for their faith in Christ Jesus, the love that they had for God's people, and this, um, the faith and the love that springs, so the faith that they have in Christ and the love they have for the saints is... Uh, it springs up from a hope of what they're going to have and attain in heaven and what the gospel has provided for them. Stored up for you in heaven about what you have already heard in the true message. Remember, he's trying to correct, you know, off this Colossian heresy. So he says, you've already heard the true message of the gospel that has come to you. There's no secret knowledge. There's no mystical knowledge. There's no, I mean, we get that all the time. That still happens. This new thing, this new, uh, you know, new insight, new revelation, new teaching, new book, new blog. Paul says the true message has already come to you. It's good for us to remember. The true message has already come to you, my friend. Right? Isn't that right, Christine? Isn't that right, John? Yeah, that's right. It's already come to us in Christ. So we don't have to chase all these new things thinking we're going we're gonna to miss it. We're going to, you know, FOMO, fear of missing out. <laughs> oh, no, there's a new teaching. I don't know it. No, the true message has already come to you. We can relax. We can chill. Everybody just chill. Coffee's good on my sore throat. And I ain't, and that's a whole nother story, people. We were out of town last week. Two days. My son's by himself for two days. Just two days. He's just going to be by himself for like two days. First morning, Christy and I are waking up, get a phone call from our son. Hey, oh no, you're not going to believe this. What? 
I have a fever. Oh, you're kidding me. Yeah, I have 103 fever. We're in Colorado. He's in Florida. And from there, the wheels began to fall off, people. <laughs> that was the beginning. All I can say, let me tell you, let me just zip to the end. The end is when we come home. He survived, by the way. Uh, along the way was a uh, tornado warning and a power outage for 14 hours and dog poop on the floor. But he did survive. Uh, but when we came home, he looked like death warmed over. He's sitting on the couch like, Ugh. curtains literally hanging off the wall. I don't even know how that happened. How, I don't know how curtains fall off the wall, but the curtains are off the wall. There's dog poopy on the floor. And uh, he looked like he didn't even know what country he was in. I was like, I don't think he was quite ready to be by himself. <laughs> anyway. Anyway, I uh, I digress. <laughs> I digress. But anyway, I know how I got to there. So this cold that he had, Christy brought with her to Colorado. She has. And then I got a milder version of it. No fever, just sinuses. It's... Let, you know what's, and the thing is, it this happens, guys. This every time Christy leaves town, every time she leaves town, ah, uh, I'm sick. <laughs> and the thing is, it's not like this fake. Like I have a tummy ache. No, he like legit gets sick. Crazy, crazy. So that's so. Anyway, we're we're passing around these germs. Um. since we've been back from Colorado. So, all right, back to the word of God, <laughs> back to the word of the Lord. All right. Um, verse six, in the same way, the gospel is bearing fruit and growing throughout the whole world. Just as it has been doing among you. Since the day you heard it and truly understood God's grace. Remember, he's reaffirming. You understand. You get it. You Don't think you're missing out. Don't think you don't understand. Don't think that there's some hidden knowledge that you're not getting. You understand. You've heard this before. You, you, you're not missing out on what God's up to. And you and the evidence of that is your your look around. You're bearing fruit. God's, God's work is, is uh, bringing forth fruit in your life and in the community. People are coming to Christ. Verse 7, you learned it. Who did you learn it from? Epaphras, our dear fellow servant, who is a faithful minister of Christ on our behalf and who also told us of your love in the spirit. Now, remember, you, you, I know it's been a while. It's been a hot minute since we uh, were together uh, back, you know, last time. But we read the book of Philemon. You remember Epaphras was also the guy who brought the... Um, the, uh, the letter of Philemon with him, and he had Onesimus walk going with him. Remember Onesimus? Yeah. So Epaphras is like, the you know, delivering these letters from Paul. Uh, he's a faithful servant of Jesus. Uh, 
Um, verse nine, for this reason, since the day we heard about you, we have not stopped praying for you. We continually ask God to fill you with the knowledge of his will. Through all the wisdom and understanding that the spirit gives so that you may live a life worthy of the Lord and please him in every way. Bearing fruit in every good work, growing in the knowledge of God. Now here, Paul does a lot of run-on sentences here. I don't know if you noticed that already, but he just he didn't he is not a big believer in periods. <laughs> he likes commas. <laughs> actually, <laughs> actually, in the uh, New Testament, there's no in the original manuscripts there was no punctuation, just letters. You know, there was no punctuation. There was no numbers to chapters. Uh, and so, you know, fortunately, we have scholars who help us to make it a little more readable and help us with the punctuation. But as you see, Paul's like, he run on. He run on, run on. For this reason, we have not stopped praying for you. We continually ask God to fill you with the knowledge of his will through his wisdom and understanding that the Spirit gives. That's a good prayer for all of us, that we would have the wisdom that the Spirit gives. Good morning, Jerry. Good morning, Ann. Glad you guys are all finding it. Thank you for sharing it. Go ahead and share it because some people may not be able to find it. Um, so if you share it, they'll they'll be able to find us. Thank you. Uh, bearing fruit in every good work, growing in the knowledge of God. Here's here's this is this kind of gives us an example of what bearing fruit looks like. Bearing fruit in every good work. So we're doing we're 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 our, we're putting our faith in action. We're growing in the knowledge of God. 11, being strengthened with all power according to his glorious might so that you may have great endurance and patience. The willingness, the, the ability to uh, endure uh, suffering, the ability to endure uh, difficulty and adversity. That's another fruit of the spirit. It's another sign that the spirit of God is the, uh, the gospel is bearing fruit in our lives. And giving joyful thanks to the Father who has qualified you to share in the inheritance of his holy people in the kingdom of his light. He's, he gives us a share in the kingdom of God. Verse 13. For he has rescued us. Thanks be to God. He has rescued us from the dominion of darkness and brought us into the kingdom of the son he loves. In whom we have redemption the forgiveness of sins. And aren't you glad? He took us out of darkness, the dominion of darkness, and brought us into the kingdom of the son he loves. Now, this next part is awesome. This is on the supremacy of Christ. This next portion is believed to be a the, the, the content of a hymn that was that that the early church would speak, uh, that would speak, that would remind and teach of uh, the sovereignty of Jesus, the divinity of Jesus, the supremacy of Christ. It's awesome. The Son is the image of the invisible God. And this invisible really means uh, not just not being able to be seen, but it also means not unknowable. So Christ has made the unknowable God, the unapproachable, the 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 one who is uh, beyond anything we could we could comprehend. God has Jesus has made that God known. 
same thing Paul says in Acts 13, right? When they, there's the there's this, there's the altar to the unknown God, and Jesus uh, and Paul says, "Let me tell you about that unknown God." You're right. Although his divine qualities have been uh, revealed to us, there are parts of God's character and nature that we can't we can't uh, attain. But that unknowable God has been known in Jesus. That's the good news. So the Son is the image of the invisible God, the firstborn over all creation. For in him, Jesus, all things were created. Yep, he created it. Things in heaven and on earth, visible and invisible, whether thrones or powers or rulers or authorities, all things, all things have been created through him and for him. Jesus is not created. He is the firstborn of all creation. In other words, he's the firstborn. He is of the same substance as God. He is not the first created. He's the firstborn over, over all creation. He is before all things, and in him all things hold together. One of my favorite verses. I have a lot of favorite verses, as you well know. But this is one of them. In Christ, all things hold together. What's going to hold your life together? Jesus. What's going to hold your 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 family together? Jesus. What's going to hold things together when it when it starts rocking and creaking and pulling apart? Jesus. He holds all things together, and he is the head of the body, the church. So Ephesians, the book of Ephesians, is about the church and how we live together and. Uh, work together as the body of Christ, and as we live out our faith, Colossians could be argued is about Jesus as the head of the church. So Ephesians about the, is about the church. Colossians is about Christ as the head of the church. Verse 18, he is the head of the body of the church. He is the beginning. He, Jesus is the head of the church. Pastors are under shepherds, under Jesus. Whose church is it? It's Jesus's church. <laughs> Whose bride is it? It's Jesus's bride. He's the great shepherd. All pastors and local leaders are under shepherds, under the great shepherd. He is the head of the body, the church. He is the beginning and the firstborn among all among the dead, so that in everything, in everything, in everything, he might have the supremacy. For God was pleased to have all his fullness dwell in him. Dwell in him. That's not like temporarily. That's a permanent dwelling. This, this, the, per, the, the divinity of God is permanently in Jesus. He's God. <clears throat> and through him to reconcile all things, whether things on earth or things in heaven, by making peace through his blood shed on the cross. Once you were alienated from God. Yes, we were. And we're enemies in, in your minds because of your evil behavior. But now, he has reconciled you by Christ's physical body through death to present you holy in his sight without blemish and free from accusation. Yes, that's what Jesus did. The work of the cross helps us to stand before God without blemish or accusation. If you continue in your faith, established and firm, and do not move from the hope held out in the gospel. This is the gospel that you heard and that has been proclaimed to you, been proclaimed to every creature under heaven, and of which I, Paul, have become a servant. That's the message. Paul's like, you want to know what the message is? That's the message. 
24. Now I rejoice in what I am suffering for you. He's in prison. Paul's in prison. And I will fill up in my flesh what is still lacking in regards to Christ's afflictions. He sees his suffering as a fellow, he sees his sufferings as a fellowship with Christ. For the sake of his body, which is his church. He sees his suffering as an opportunity to serve the church. Oh man. That's a love for the church right there, people. Huh? We he, Paul looks at his sufferings as an opportunity to serve the body of Christ. That is a different way of looking at the church, man. We look at the church as uh, if the church doesn't serve me, I'm out. Think about it, man. Paul's saying, I look at suffering as an opportunity to serve the church, the body of Christ. Mm, that's convicting. <clears throat> Whereas we think if I suffer, church doesn't serve me, I'm out, man. I'm out. Verse 25, I have become its who serve the church. I've become its servant by the commission God gave me to present you the word of God in its fullness. The mystery that has been kept hidden for ages and generations, but is now disclosed for disclosed to the Lord's people. So no one has seen it before. But now this glorious good news that God is bringing together a multi-ethnic uh, people from all nations and tribes and tongues and nations has been made known. It's been disclosed. Verse 27. Oh, this is a good one. This is a good one verse. You want to get your highlighter ready. It's a good one. Good one. He is, well, almost missed it. 27. To them, God has chosen to make known among the Gentiles the glorious riches of this mystery, which is Christ in you. This is the mystery. Mm. Christ in you, the hope of glory. I love that verse. I love that verse. What's the mystery? This is the mystery. Christ in you, the hope of glory. Christ is in you, man. Christ is in you. And in you is the hope of glory. He is the one we proclaim, admonishing and teaching everyone with all wisdom so that we may present everyone fully mature in Christ. To this end, I strenuously contend with all the energy Christ so powerfully works in me. Wow. Wow. That is the motivation that Paul has. That's to see people fully mature in Christ. To that end, to see people fully mature, to that end, verse 29, he constrenuously contends. He like a like a like someone preparing for the Olympics. <laughs> like someone preparing for a an Olympic or a, a, an athletic competition. I strenuously contend with all the energy, my own energy, no, the energy that Christ provides to help the people of God become mature so they can live up to that which is already in them. Christ in you. The hope of glory. I'll make you say amen. All right, you guys. Thanks for jumping on today. Thanks for being a part of this. You know what we do? We read. We pray. That's where we're at. Let's pray. Lord, thank you for your word. 
your living, holy word uh, that speaks to our hearts. Thank you, God, for Christ in us, the hope of glory. Lord, I pray that we would grow into maturity, that we would continue to grow more and more into uh, what you desire us to be. Lord, that we would be those who bear fruit, um, the fruit of good works, the fruit of perseverance, uh, the fruit of godliness inside and out. Um, Lord, we pray that that works in and through us and that we would cooperate with what your Holy Spirit is trying to do in us. Lord, um, thank you for your church. Thank you for the bride of Christ. And thank you that our leader is Jesus. We thank you, Lord, that the church is in good hands because you are over all and in all and through all and all things were created by you and for you. And you hold all things. Hallelujah. You hold all things together. Lord, I pray for my friends today. Some may feel like things are falling apart. Lord, may they be reminded today that no, 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 no. In you, all things hold together. So we come back to you. We come back to uh, you as our center point, as our Lord and Savior and Redeemer, the one who brought us from the dominion of darkness into your marvelous light. And we rest in you. Lord, I pray for my friends today, whatever they're facing, whatever they're dealing with today, you know each and every intricacy of each situation. Lord, may you move by your Holy Spirit in each circumstance, proving your power, your grace, your love, proving who you are once more, the God of all. Lord, thank you for my friends. May your blessing and grace and peace be upon each of them. Thank you, Lord, for this day. We pray it all in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Well, thank you guys for being a part. Thank you for sharing this. Now that we're on a new page, it'd be great if you would share it so that people that may not be as tech savvy as you are <laughs> can find it. So uh, if you have a friend, they're like, I can't find it. Help them out. Tell them just like the new page or follow the new page and I have no problem seeing it. Thank you guys for being on the podcast today. Hope you have a great day. We'll see you next time. Thank you for joining us today on Pastor Terry's Bible Study Podcast. We hope you enjoyed today's show. If this episode has been an encouragement to you, please help us by spreading the word about the podcast. You can do that by giving us a thumbs up, subscribing, and sharing it with your friends. You can also find me, Pastor Terry, as well as Bayside Church in Safety Harbor, Florida, on all social media platforms. The church you will find at Bayside Church SH. Again, thank you for being with us today and for sharing this podcast with your friends. Until next time, remember, God's word is true. Everything else is merely commentary. God bless you. We'll see you next time.